The Black and White Network proudly presents Moms Across America, a new program where women can speak their minds openly and freely without fear of reprisals. Moms Across America is about the issues of the day confronting America from the mom's point of view. And now, here are the moms. Well, welcome back, uh, Moms Across America. We are continuing with, uh, I want to call her Dr. Donna Jackson, uh, because she is a professional in talking about CRT. One of the things that we had talked about early on when we were meeting together before the show is I had mentioned to uh, everyone that uh, I really believe in my heart that CRT came about because of what happened with uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Most people don't understand that he was a professor and he wrote uh, a, a book, uh, a history book, basically. And, uh, and I had mentioned this to Kathleen and, and Miss Jackson that he had written this textbook because he was a racist, I mean, a true racist, not what they call racist today, uh, a true racist in that he wanted to wipe out blacks from history. And I gotta tell you, there's a lot of black history that is not even known by the black community. Some of the awesome things that black people contributed to the different wars and different things like that, that was literally written out of history by Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And I think that was probably the primer for CRT and continuing this ridiculousness of segregation and all that comes with racism. And just from the things that I have seen, you know, growing up, you know, in the South, I know what racism is. And I know what racism is not. And racism is not just you and I disagreeing. That is not racism. So I would like Ms. Jackson just to maybe give a little more detail about what racism truly is and what we're trying to make it out to be in a society that really just wants to destroy the family and wants to follow Biden administration of Build Back Better by totally destroying the very foundation of this nation from the family all the way up to the, the founding fathers and the constitution that is so fair to all. Um, so Ms. Jackson, if you would just wanna. You know what, it's, it, it, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because you will see the beginnings of that. Uh, we saw it about five years ago and how CRT was really starting to get more concentrated. It was on kind of warp speed when they decided that these Confederate statues were so racist that, you know, black people needed to be healed by destroying these statues. Now, who were these statues of? Well, we already know. It was mostly liberal politicians. Exactly. How can I rewrite history? That was a formula that worked. So we started off with these Confederate statues where they were tearing them down so that people won't remember. They were wiping out, you know, uh, Angel Mama and Uncle Ben. And it was all of these things that were erasing history so that we can rewrite it. All of a sudden, you know, the party of segregation were conservatives. And the party of liberalism and freedom were liberals because, of course, all the statues 
were being torn down, all the history books were being edited. And now all of these racist people were the conservatives because they could rewrite it the way they wanted to. And so that was the very initial stages of CRT. And it was always in the name of healing. You know, did it increase test scores? No, it didn't. Oh. Did it put families back together? No, it didn't. Did it, uh, did it create uh, economic upward mobility? No, it didn't, but it did serve a purpose in determining who was racist and who wasn't. Now we can introduce all of these things into the classroom. We could do it into the corporations. You have corporations that are having anti-racist seminars where they're telling white people to be less white. And you know, what's white is reason, you're, you can read, you can read, you have analytical thinking, you understand mathematical calculations, you understand being on time, you expectations, self-mobility, self-reliance, and then what's being a minority? Well, none of those is sitting down waiting for government assistance. So how can we increase the uh, control of the government over our lives? Well, of course, CRT, because these people are so racist that the only person you can trust is our government. And it because it works so well in minority communities with uh, poverty and all of that, we need to spread it everywhere. everywhere. And so that's what you saw the beginnings of destroying history and then rewriting it the way you want it to. And all of a sudden, the party of Lincoln isn't the party of Lincoln anymore. <laughs> they were the segregationists. They were the ones that were oppressing people. And then you continue that narrative and say, well, of course, you know, Christians are more oppressive. You're more oppressive. You're just trying to destroy people. Everything that you see in our very fabric of our community, in our society, now becomes a way to spread more racism. Mm -hmm. And that's how you're seeing the, the left actually increase this notion that people should be segregated because you, you have to fear them. They're sitting there and they're never, I mean, think about this. If you are a minority, you will for the entirety of your being going to be oppressed by the guy, by the way that you were neighbors with for 10 years. Now everybody's suspicious of each other because they think that this person means to harm them or this person is going to uh, have an allegation of being harmed. And so everybody's afraid to unite and speak to each other because critical race theory says you're born this way and there's nothing, nothing you can do about it. So Kathleen, what are your thoughts on this? When you, when you think about CRT? Yeah, interesting because uh, I'm kind of naive to it all I was before I started doing this show. I thought CRT was just actually uh, trannies, people dressed up, men dressed up as women reading story time to kindergartners. That's what I thought CRT was. 
then I started noticing that there's a lot of black people in the commercials. There seems to be quite a focus on equity and making sure, like in the pandemic, making sure uh, all these groups are, are gonna get the, the uh, injections that they need, or, or it could even be um, the 5G rollout, gotta make sure these disparaging communities and these low-income people can get the Wi-Fi they need. It just seems like it's a great way to exploit as many people as possible at the same time. Um, but you're right about everything, the two ladies. Um, it seems like so, so it seems like it's, so here's my conclusion from last night, right? I fell asleep researching and I thought, okay, so Jim Crow is white now and Jim Crow is unvaccinated and Jim Crow is a patriot. So when did the black Jim Crow become a white Jim Crow? I mean, it seems as well too, let me throw this in, that anti-Semitism is kind of waning off. They, they can't use that as much. So I think racism, CRT is the new anti-Semitism. This is my conclusions, but they are going to try to use anything and everything they can to divide us, to keep us fighting amongst ourselves. And I always yes. throw in, when the government cannot get us to fight ourselves any longer, then they will turn directly onto us. And so it's not going to be the disparaging low-income families anymore. It's going to be the middle class and, and maybe some of the, the richer people. I don't know how far this is going to go. But what I do know is going to stop if parents get involved with their children's education. I know that's for a fact. And I also know that we need more conversations like this, more ladies like Donna Jackson to stand up and tell us, I'll educate us on truly what racism is and what CRT is. So I'm happy to be uh, getting this education. Thanks. Thank you, Dr. You know, Jackson. You know, uh, thank you. You know, let me say, equity is a way to make sure everybody's equally poor. That's, that's <laughs> exactly. what it is. Exactly. Exactly. Make sure that we take away all the resources from every individual, not well, only their resources, but all of their rights, their ability to speak, their ability to think on their own, their ability to fight for what they believe is the best uh, lane for their family to be in. That's what equity is. Equity is saying, no, I'm not going to make sure everybody has equal asset access to be able to start at the same position, right? Mm -hmm. Equity says, I'm going to determine what everybody's outcome is going to be. Exactly. So if you are faster, if you decide, you know, I want a purple shirt and you decide I want a red shirt, they go, no, you don't have the ability to make that decision. I, as the government, is going to decide what you as a person can be. So you have to suppress who you are. You have to give up your right as an individual to be a free thinker, to pursue happiness. You have to give up your voice. And you, the, it's, all of that is handed to the government to decide 
what's in the best interest of you and your family. And that's what equity is about, making sure everybody is equally poor. They, you know, when I talked about the war on poverty, you know, it was a reason why they wanted to add all of those new IRS agents. They wanted to double the size of IRS agents. Why? Because they wanted to make sure that not even the poorest family can have an extra dollar. Not even the poor. They wanted to more than double. They're looking at $600 bank accounts. To catch billionaires, there's 125 billionaires in the, in the country, right? They, there's 78,000 IRS agents now. They wanted to add an additional 78,000 IRS agents for 125 people. No, it's for you and you and you and every individual to make sure that you can even sell a piece of paper to your neighbor without them saying, no, you're not allowed to have that. You're going to decide what you can have. And they are rationing food, getting people used to going without so that then they can be told what they can have. Wow, wow. <laughs> what an eye opener. We gotta go to break here, but it looks like the Build Back Better is CRT. <laughs> what it looks like to me. Yeah, you'll own nothing and be happy with it. That sounds a lot like the CRT. So we're going to uh, go to break now. We've got Donna Jackson, part two, Moms Across America. Stay tuned. You're going to want to hear the last part of the show. Hello, this is Dan Perkins, co-host of Black and White Network, here to tell you about my latest book, Sad Eyes. This is a story of Mary Margaret Murphy, our red-haired, green-eyed, gorgeous Irish lass born in Waterloo, Iowa in 1916. Incredibly capable and talented woman who wants to make the world a better place. She knew at a very early age she didn't want to live in Waterloo, but she knew what she wanted to do and she wanted to be a nurse. She did her homework and found the best place to learn to be a nurse was in Chicago, Illinois. Side Eyes is her adventure, growing and maturing in the face of adversity to become a very powerful voice in the American military during World War II. But it's also about her personal life and finding the love of her life for a fleeting moment. Sad Eyes is available at hollismedia.net, amazon.com, and Barnes and & Noble, and through your local bookstore. Enjoy the read. Okay, welcome back to Moms Across America. I'm here with my co-host, Kathleen Fitzgerald, and our very special guest, Ms. Donna Jackson. Oh my goodness, what a show, what a time we have had. So Kathleen, I know you have some burning questions. Let's get started. Okay, so Ms. Jackson, mm -hmm. I see uh, a set up movies, TV, where there's, there's no dads. It's just, where's the dads? We know that's going on. And then uh, oh, I would like you to address the uh, diminishment uh, of women athletes. And, um, and then talk to me more about all the boxes, the more boxes you check. You <laughs> talked about that a couple of times. Please explain to the moms and dads what you mean by that. So. You go ahead, take it. Okay, so, you know, on team, uh, again, those four principles, that last principle, the family and the uh, nuclear family where you have a mom, a dad, and some children, of course, 
That is how racism, according to CRT, is passed down. That's how knowledge is passed down. So we have to destroy that very fabric and that image and that institution. And so that's why when you look at TV and you're seeing all of a sudden, there's no, no dad in the picture. All of a sudden you have two dads and a child or two moms and a child. It's because that nuclear family is how knowledge is passed down. That is CRT. That is what Black Lives Matter advocated for. Marxist agenda needs to destroy that family because that family is the very fabric of uh, the American society and how a strong community exists. And so that's 100% CRT. But with some of the things that you're looking at with the uh, the athletes, and you know, this has been a big issue, especially with like Penn State and some of the women's sports, and they're talking about it. You know, in CRT, you know, you say there's white people are racist and they're irredeemable, but part of that is what you call the convergence theory. That's where there's an intersectionality. That means that the only time that white people do anything according to CRT that is righteous is when their uh, agenda converges with the marginalized. Now, when you're marginalized, that means you're supposed to be one of these people that are inferior, that are oppressed, you know, that needs you know, to be elevated. The number of boxes you get to check means the more marginalized you are. So if I'm a woman, you know, that's one step in being more oppressed. If I'm a woman who's also a lesbian, that's two boxes, so I'm more marginalized than the other woman. If I'm a woman that of color that is, you know, uh, a lesbian, then there's more, so I, there's a degree of marginalization. There's a hierarchy if you wanna think about it that way in terms of oppressed and oppressors. And so when you see in women's sports, okay, yes, a lot of the women, especially like you hit seeing swimming, which comes to mind, there was a lot of white women that are competing for swimming, right? But then you come along and you have a transgender, right? So that white woman benefits even though she's oppressed, but she does benefit from her white skin. But then you have a transgender comes around. Well, he's more oppressed because he's not a uh, binary uh, uterus carrying woman. And so he's underneath her oppression. So she's elevated, she's oppressed, but she becomes an oppressor too. <laughs> The transgender. So, and the more boxes that you check, the more oppressors you actually have. If I'm black, I'm a woman, but I happen to be an evangelical Christian. So I can also be an oppressor. They'll, then they'll say, well, I suffer from multiracial whiteness because <laughs> I'm a Christian that believes in redemption, believes in forgiveness, 
believes in salvation. So now I can actually start oppressing individuals because I relate and believe that I actually uh, am privileged to whiteness because of my box that I chose. How do they keep up with all of this stuff? It is so, <laughs> it's so depressing. They're adding more categories every day. So, you know. I got another see... question. <laughs> I got another I question. <laughs> do, you, do you think the women's movement um, is sacrificed to the inclusion of a transsexual? You know, you have 7% of the population. Now, they're, they're less than 7% of the population who has more rights than 93% of the population. I mean, we had women's sport. To think about how hard women had to fight to even have a sport. And now, basically, you have male sport and a male body sport. <laughs> Yeah, And we've taken away the opportunities for individuals because out of fear, really, because I, there's no way that a mother is sitting there thinking that this, you know, my five foot two daughter is really going to have any chance of competing against a six, nine, uh, identify as woman. There's no way. I mean, there's some physical things. I don't care what you take. But the fact that we're in a position where because of CRT, people are so afraid to speak up for their rights. And I was saying that before. CRT is designed for people to not object to having their rights taken away. And that's the whole thing. I'm going to not object to being privileged, to having the opportunity to walk in a right that I have based upon CRT because I have to relinquish that right in order for other people to take that right. But it's all a social engineering experiment by the government who is the one determining who is the one that gets to walk in that right. So now all of a sudden, the constitution is not even applicable for all of us. We don't all have free speech. Free speech is limited to those individuals that fit in the right category that are allowed to speak up. The other individuals are not allowed to do that. We can't tolerate what they say because we decided that they're an oppressor and so they shouldn't be heard even if what they're saying is the truth. And that's how you take away the rights of individuals. That's how you make our constitution null and void. We have a constitution where people are not even able to exercise and they're too afraid even to sue based upon the rights that they're entitled to. You know, people think about the civil rights movement and they think about the marches and the sit-ins and all of those twos were effective. What they don't think about is this, all of the lawsuits that were brought that really was the one that advanced the rights of African-Americans. What the marches 
And the sit-ins then was bring, shed light on the fact that there were people that were fighting for their rights. Yes. But the lawsuits were the ones that gave us the rights that made sure that the constitution was actually a document that black people were privy to. And what we're seeing is the reverse of that. We're using critical race theory as a mechanism to take away people's constitutional rights and put fear in them to even pursue the fact that they have a constitutional right. Ensure that you're aware of how it's being indoctrinated into our society, not just in the classroom, but on television, in boardrooms, in uh, classrooms, in, on the streets. We need to be aware so that we can say, no, we're going to challenge this in court and keep challenging it in court. Yes. Keep challenging it in court. Don't ever give up. But be aware that it's happening because this, you know that's the easiest way to get people to give up their rights is that they don't fight for them. It's not that they didn't have it. It's because you didn't use it when you had it. I can sit in the house and be hungry and have a thousand dollars in my pocket, but starve to death if I never use it to buy food. But we need to make sure that we use what we're entitled to. And we're entitled to the rights as individuals to pursue our happiness, not the happiness that we're told that we can have, right. but the happiness that we determine that we want for our lives. One thing I always say, everybody has their own path to walk. Yes. Walk in it. Don't allow other people to determine your path. That's why, that's why our constitution says all men were created equal. That means all men can decide what their individuality is, what their pursuit of happiness is. And we don't allow other people to intimidate us into not walking into our pursuit of happiness. And that's what socialism wants to do. It takes away that and says, no, you gotta have what the guy down the street has and what the guy down the street, even if you don't like it. You can't be that. You can't suppress that. It's only going to make you miserable. And that's why we're seeing some of the mental health issues that we have today. Suicide rates amongst teens skyrocketed. Yes. Mm -hmm. And one right. of the things too, you know, when we we're talking about, um, you know, athletes, yeah, the athletes and the transgender and all this kind of thing. You know, you do see some of these, these, these women, they're, they're finally stepping up and speaking out and saying, hey, I've worked for it years to get to this athletic ability and now a man comes in because he identifies as a female and he beats me on every level. I tell you right now what is happening, the feminist movement, they're in a quandary because they're trying to figure out what they're gonna do next. 
that's why we're not hearing from them. Mm, they portrayed right. us. They, they have. portrayed. They portrayed women. And that is a shame. It is because a shame. everything we fought for is gone. Wow. Well, we are at the end of the show. And it has been enlightening. We have had a great time. Please join us again for Moms Across America and everybody. Thank Donna Jackson for taking time out of her busy schedule to join us, to enlighten us on, educate us on what CRT is and how it's infiltrating into our society and the damage that it's doing. So Vicki. Well, thank you, Ms. Jackson, for being here. This has been wonderful having this time with you. And Moms Across America, thank you for joining us again. And remember, you are America. See you next time. If you are interested in reaching our vast black and white network audience with your products or services, then contact Hollis Media Group at 1-855-673-8635. That's 1-855-673-8635 for more information on this great opportunity.